1: News time right now, eight fourteen. You're tuned to WGNS on this Wednesday morning. Today, the last day of September. Tomorrow, of course, October first. Hard to believe the month has just flown by. The whole year has really flown by. But with you know tomorrow, October coming up, uh, trick or treating around the square, from what I last heard, is not going to happen this year. Mayor Bill Ketron, with us, is that? Have you heard the same thing? Uh, <coughs> that is correct, Scott. It's a, it's a shame.
2: It's well, a- it is. Um. You know, that's something that families and and um, children have looked forward to every year for decades, uh, as far as I remember back. Always coming to the square and going around to each one of the shops, and everybody just had a big old time, and it was
1: safe and, you know, comfortable all inside the square area. Have any decisions been made as far as allowing families to just in general go trick-or-treating or is that something that the county's going to say we shouldn't do this year or, or what is what is that shaping out to be
2: i don't think the county's ever done that no, it would be more because the county is more rural mm-hmm. uh something that probably the cities might want to look at um uh, i and don't know I, if they're haven't,
1: gonna... I haven't heard of that ever happening before that i can recall no i haven't either i i, I don't recall that it's ever been canceled by a city or anything and i i don't it's... think i've heard any other cities you know, announcing anything like canceling that yet.
2: Sure. I just, I, I think the, will probably it'll be very limited, probably just going to homes of people that they know, as opposed to turn your kids loose and let them, let them uh,
1: attack neighborhoods. Yeah. Attack neighborhoods. <laughs> <laughs> Drop what?
2: them off on this corner, pick them up on the other corner at midnight. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Trick or treating is always an interesting time for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with COVID right now, I, I can, I can see where a lot of parents would, maybe be hesitant sure so it's, it's a little different so what's happening right now within rutherford county any big news of things going on
2: well scott uh, we're we're kind of getting prepared for um putting out an rfp probably next week uh the rfp is uh, a request for proposal uh we've spent the last 90 days putting together an rfi our public works committee uh doing that i know there's a lot of Uh, talk a lot of phone calls and etc complaining about the smell out at the the landfill uh, just in the last couple of weeks and so what we're doing is is uh, requesting on the RFI we had uh, about 13-14 different companies one out of Luxembourg the country outside of the United States who said they wanted more information Um, we've had Waste Management Republic big ones. We've had small ones like Waste Away up in McMinnville, who makes pellets out of trash. We've had Composting Facility over in Ashland City. All these different companies are interested in our waste flow. Um, So the RFP, now that we have the RFIs, and some companies didn't participate in RFI, they already had enough information, so we'll have another two or three companies that will actually come in. One visited out of New York uh, just recently that didn't participate, and they want to participate here. Uh, their interest is in is in uh, putting trash on trains and taking it out of the state. You know, so these are opportunities that we're going to be able to look at over the next uh, 60 days once the RFP is issued, and then we'll sit down with the other cities, uh, whoever those representatives are from each one of the cities and the county, and decide what's what's best for us over the next 20, 30 year period to handle our waste stream. If it be curbside recycling, if it's, if it's composting, state-of-the-art composting facility, state-of-the-art recycling facility, uh, <clears throat> how are we going to do that? And what's it going to cost us? Because handling our waste stream is not going to be cheap. Every uh, citizen will have to pay that price. Uh, people forget that back in the late 90s, Rutherford County cut a deal with, back then it was BFI, then it became Allied and now Republic. Uh, the deal was cut that uh, we got to dump for free. Rutherford County dumped for free, so there has been no fees charged to our citizens for that dumping uh, as long as that landfill out there next to our the old county landfill, which is currently closed, uh, we got to dump for free, and they paid us a million dollars. That's, that's getting ready to go away. There's only about six years left of airspace at Republic, and once that closes then we as citizens are going to have to start paying to handle our trash it's just going to be like another utility bill
1: uh, assistant to the mayor steve sandlin also in studio with us this morning steve have you already uh, figured out what to do with all the trash <laughs> you're you're busy writing you've got you've got ideas
3: um well basically just stop <laughs> that's right <laughs> stop making trash <laughs> but we're in a throwaway you know uh, country now where we, you know, drive up, get it done, want it now, you know, you can Who'd have, who'd ever thought you could have ordered whatever kind of food you wanted, and that be brought to your home. Yeah, within minutes, you know, still piping hot. And, and uh, I mean, you're talking five star restaurant quality, you know, to your home. So I mean, with that being said, and, you know, bottled water, you know, who'd have thought bottled water? I wish i had come up with it, you know, yeah. <laughs> years ago. No but uh, you know, again, it's throw away. You know, drink the water, throw the bottle away. Um, but um, the, the committee is doing a great job. The county commission uh, and public works doing a great job. Um, like like the mayor was saying, we're getting the RFP out uh, or soon. I mean, it's being written right now, so we'll be getting that out, and we'll probably have mayor. 18, 20 uh, 18, or twenty folks companies. That's interested in doing part or all of um, of a total picture. You know of of recycling, composting, um, uh, revamping our our existing landfill. Whatever. I mean, there you got all forms.
1: So the next step after you, I guess, look through all the proposals. Uh, you and I don't know how many other people are going to narrow the list down. That I guess they're going to decide. Well, let's let's go with this company here, and they say they're going to do X, Y, Z. Does that company pay the county a, a certain amount of money to make this happen, or well, how is that working that's, out? That's
2: yet to be determined. I mean, once the RFP, we have to study what their proposals are. Um, I'm I'm anticipating some will come in and say that uh, they want to put in a um, they want all the trash coming in, but. Uh, Is there enough trash for them to put in a multi-million dollar um, uh, MRF or uh, recycling facility or a multi-million dollar composting facility without, uh, is there enough waste stream just in Rutherford County? I know there's been complaints about trash coming in from the other counties, the other 32 or 38 counties in the Mid-State area. Um, I don't know if there's enough just in Rutherford County to handle those needs. They, in order to pay for those type of expenditures, they may have to bring other trash in. Well, that's where we're going to have to sit down and negotiate. We as the host community should be getting something for free. You know, if they're driving on our roads, you know, bringing trash in or compost, uh, you know, um, we we need to be able to negotiate. And that's what we'll, once those RFPs are in, we'll narrow it down to two or three and then we'll, we'll – We'll uh, try to strike the best bargain that we possibly can to keep the um, uh, burden less cumbersome or expensive back on the Rutherford County citizens. Let Davidson County pay for it. Let Wilson County pay for it, wherever that trash is coming from.
1: So will Rutherford County also be able to say, well, we will accept uh, trash from these counties, but we don't want to accept any of this type of product whatever it may be
2: i'm not sure we can actually get into that because then you start a restriction of of the commerce clause you can't really tell a private business what they can and can't do uh, but we can limit them to the routes that they travel we can tell them these are the routes because we don't want to be picking up trash that blows out of their trucks and other places um you know but we it's going to be interesting to see how we negotiate what's in our best interest over the next 20 or 30 years
1: and if the railway is used then that's going to be a deal that's going to have to be negotiated with the county and then i guess csx as well because they'll be utilizing those rail lines or maybe not
2: it wouldn't be with us it would be with that private company who says that they want to they want to take our trash and we would just set up a, a, a a a local facility some location uh they said they were interested in buying some property from us that we own next to a railhead. put in a spur and then put the trash on there and take it out of here and some other state so it sounds uh, interesting i'm looking forward to, to learning more about that All
1: right so have you had a chance to actually go to some of the other countries to see what other countries are doing with their waste
2: uh, <clears throat> I,
3: I'm trying
2: to get him to do that. I, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, The the committee is trying to do a road trip, but uh, I have traveled and and seen other things in other countries. Um, unfortunately, in China, when I was in China, there's not a lot of anything over there, um, and they quit taking all of our recyclables. China, and now and then it got pushed down to Cambodia and Vietnam, and now they're st- stopping. Uh, taking our recyclables Uh, Europe is pretty clean they have they're pretty innovative uh, because they've been there for thousands of years and what they're doing Uh, we have gone to other states we flew last year out to San Jose California and and looked at um, a a state-of-the-art recycling facility and uh, a composting facility see how they're handling in California of course their regs are much tighter and stricter uh, than what we have here in Tennessee um, we we actually, two weeks after I got sworn in, I got everybody on a bus, the county commissioners, and we all went up to uh, comp- a um, facility in uh, Sevier County, uh, Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge Gatlinburg. We went up and, and looked at that facility, how they handle all their waste stream with all those tourists that that come into Sevier County. Uh, so we've got some pretty good ideas of, of what's happening, you know, Globally, nationwide, et cetera. So we're just going to have to sit down and see what's best for Rutherford County.
3: You know, Scott, that education though from other countries that came from his knowledge prior to being mayor. So he hasn't went to other countries, you know, as being mayor to to look at those uh, different facilities and stuff. So he was bringing that expertise with him. You know, as coming in and being elected as mayor.
1: you, You know, it's really fascinating though to to look at some of these other countries to see what they're doing or not doing. I mean there's a lot of lessons that could be learned i would say on both ends of the spectrum
2: sure uh like in sweden they use gasification you know where they bring the trash in and they burn it at a very high temperature um uh, some use gasification some use plasma gasification which burns at even a higher temperature than just the plain gasification but really geographically the way we're set up it doesn't yield for us to put in a gasification facility it's so so expensive uh, unlike Huntsville, Alabama, who we went down and toured that, Huntsville, Alabama has a facility right next to the fence of um, the, the uh, military base at Redstone Arsenal. And they burn their trash in, in that county. <clears throat> I believe that's Madison, whatever county Huntsville's in. They burn the trash there, they collect it, turn it into to energy um, as far as electricity, and then they sell it right next door to that whole military facility we don't have anything close to that here so it's probably something we're not going to be interested in looking at
3: that's a billion dollar facility though with a B none at wow. yeah B billion dollar facility.
1: that's a very interesting area I mean there's a lot of technology there that I don't think most people even realize but then you also have I guess it was in the 50s or so a huge influx of many from the european area or europeans coming into that area to work for the government Mm -hmm. uh then you had i guess a huge influx from japan as well coming in to work for the government in order to develop missiles and self-guided missiles and and so forth so that area is quite different i would say than most areas of the country in general because you have a lot of a lot of scientists there
2: yeah yeah sure do like oak ridge
1: yeah so it's it is a different atmosphere to say the least but here in rutherford county we still have the same problem and that's all the trash <laughs> yeah so.
2: we do um and and i think we're going to find out that that um, uh, they're working out there republic says they're working they're trying they're putting in more more uh, gas collection wells um I, they haven't really located where the where that smell has been coming from uh they're working on and working with the city working for TDEC. t trying to trying to determine what has caused that smell all of a sudden to be as strong as what it is
1: so what else is happening in the county right now what are people talking about or what's coming up
3: i've got one this is the last day scott september the 30th to sign up for the census so if you have not signed up for the census you can do so today it is the last day to be counted but i wanted to give some quick numbers right quick uh, was the self uh, sign up percentage in Rutherford County. So that's I was thinking that was pretty bad, but evidently from the census uh, gurus, this is really good because they went out, you know, and did the follow up and did the door to door. And of course, COVID got in the middle of all that door to door. That's why it's actually been pushed back. But uh, they picked up another 31.7% there. So Rutherford County is going to come in at 97.2%, give or take what's being done in these last few days. Because these were last week numbers. So this is not Monday, Tuesday, or, or today. So uh, whatever comes in these last few days, uh, and there's been a big push uh, through uh, some areas around that we didn't have good results from, like around the housing around uh, college, around MTSU. Uh, some uh, different apartment complex housing and stuff that that didn't have really good numbers from so they're trying to hit those areas and get get better numbers there as well as our homeless population we uh, did a uh, we uh, did hot dogs and stuff out at the park uh, here last week Uh, didn't have very good turnout there but um, had some uh, had some good things going on with some other groups that uh, we're holding some different things here in the next the next few nights and so they picked up quite a few numbers there from our homeless population and uh folks that are struggling right now in different time frames so uh, we're thinking it's going to be a little bit better than 97 once once those numbers finalize
1: do we have any estimations, if you would on what the final count is going to be for rutherford county for the population
3: not exactly but i mean it's looking like that we're going to pass hamilton that we should be you know, the fourth largest county in the state, so that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, and that that's is,
1: over three hundred thousand easily, then.
3: Yes, sir. Uh, we're thinking three twenty-five to three fifty range is probably where we're going to be ended up. Um, and of course, that's going to equate to about uh, eleven hundred $1,100 to eleven hundred fifty dollars per uh, person is what's coming back to the county. Uh, and it's distributing with the cities you know all the cities that are in within the county so it's a, it's
1: an important deal it's a big deal
2: that's how we pay our bills
1: yeah and so today is the last day today uh-huh. is last day so with the money that does come in and I guess they'll finalize the count and then come April of next year the count will be released to local governments all across the country and then that's when that's when we'll find out I guess how much money we're going to receive annually because of the count
2: well that that is correct and, and also right after the first of the year because those numbers will start coming in you know in January February then uh, the General Assembly will uh, start the reapportionment process and they'll start over in East Tennessee with district 1 on the uh, congressional map and then for the state Senate map and House Representative map and they'll start moving all the way to west to Shelby County, so based on the numbers, they'll do the mathematical algorithm, put it in a computer, and it will determine where the new lines are for voting uh, for what uh, correctional district one, who they represent, and here's your lines two, you know, congressional district two. Same thing with the state senate. Right now, the state senate, uh, each senator of the thirty-three senators, they represent about ninety-six thousand people. Uh, in each Senate district, and I'm sure that's going to go way over 100,000 people that they will continue to represent, because we're not increasing the numbers of members. And same thing with the House of representatives. And, and the then county. the county commission will yeah. start. Uh, we'll start that same process here at the election office and changing those district lines.
3: Next fall, the, the steering committee will come together and form a committee uh, from steering and uh, actually compile with GIS. Um, all the numbers as far as Rutherford County and then redistrict you know set those numbers up as well as far as how many is in each district and how those district lines will change a little bit you know from County Commissioner district of course we got 21 County Commissioner districts in Rutherford County but it's it's very very crucial I was chairman of that 10 years ago I know how big of a problem it is it it is it is stressful very stressful so we'll need help from uh, the Election Commission as well as GIS and Uh, helping us put that map together and put it, you know, put it together so we can come to an agreement on the county commission and then send it over to the election commission for them to approve. Um, And so it'll work out the numbers. Um, You'll have a higher number, maybe of a more dense district, you know, for each district of the 21 districts. But what's so crazy about it is you've got to make sure that you put your school board representative in that district that they're elected in, as well as the county commissioner. Depending on whether they run or not, and uh, so that's one of the first things you'll ask is see if everybody's running in those districts, and if they're not, then you might can be able to tweak them a little bit better. But if if they are running, then you got to make sure that they're in that district they were elected in, and then tweak the district so. So that that's the hard part right there. If you could take everybody out, make nice little squares or circles or triangles, and put your numbers you know in there as far as. Uh, your registered voters or your 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 people in that district that would be great and then everybody run but uh that's not the way
2: it's uh, there'll be lawsuits um there'll be lawsuits that occur on both sides that say oh you you uh gerrymandered my my district and you took my grandmother out and she used to be in my district now she can't vote for me anymore and you know there's all got the, those type of complaints and and where they draw the line and this will be set for ten years. You know, we yeah. we do this every ten years on reapportionment. So that's two and a half terms if it's a four-year term.
1: So all of this is going to be done by the census or with the the numbers of the census numbers. The c- the census numbers. That, that's it's correct. It's really interesting it that affects a lot. Yeah, it really <laughs> does. I mean, it, it not only you know equals how much extra or less money a county will get mm-hmm. or a city will get. It, it also equals. Voting to some extent.
2: Yeah, I, there's talk right now that Davidson County has one congressman. They're, they may divide Davidson County up and they may have three. Everybody's sharing a piece of the pie.
1: That would be, I mean, that's yeah. a big change. Sure, absolutely. So could we also see, you know, a, a secondary congressman drawn out in our po- area?
2: Possibly, or we? I don't think Senate wise uh, will happen. You know, when I was in the Senate, um jim tracy and i represented rutherford county and then the next census occurred and and um, i had murray marshall lincoln in western rutherford county and he had a larger portion of rutherford county and then when the census in 2010 occurred then i got the majority and i gave up murray marshall and lincoln and just the two-thirds of rutherford county because it had grown that much represented everything i had in those other three counties murray marshall and lincoln and still had to have two senators so we may end up with um, probably another house member based on um, our population
1: and i guess that would be a positive because we have better representation if we have correct more faces you know from our local area it's another vote yeah yeah so a lot really hinges on these numbers and people actually filling out that census information that's correct
3: scott have you thought about being a House of Representatives?
1: I have not thought a whole lot about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to be
3: thinking about it, Scott.
1: It's, a, you know, I, I can't, life is so busy already. I, I I, don't know how, I mean, you did it for years in the, at the state level, then you did it for years at the county level. So, I mean, that's just, it's a lot of extra work to try to fit in with everything else that already happens in life naturally. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 quite different, I would say. And
3: not everybody loves you.
1: That's true. I've heard many stories about how (laughs) anybody in office gets emails, phone calls every single day, even uh, probably even friendly visitors coming to your front door.
3: I know I've heard the mayor say it, and I've heard other uh, elected officials say it, and I've said it. You know that has been the hardest thing uh, to overcome because you you really want to make everybody happy, but you're not going to when whatever decision that is made uh even if it's a a county commission of 21 that votes on it it don't matter you're not going to make 100 percent of the people happy somebody's not going to be happy with that decision and some people's uh that's tough that's hard you want to make everybody happy you want to you know do the right make sure you're doing the right thing but when you're getting pulled left and right you know it just it's 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 hard to please everybody.
1: And some people's madness is a little different than other people. So when they get angry with something, it's a level that you're not expecting, or it could be, I guess.
2: Oh yeah, I've I've had a couple of death threats come into the office. You and know, over the mask. That's you know? why
1: over over the mask. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, I never would have guessed that. And by the way, the mask mandate for COVID-19, that's done, right?
2: Uh, It is. I lifted the the mandate um, a week or so ago, and the governor did renew it. He renewed the ability of uh, county mayors to implement it, you know. And and, uh, so what we did when I lifted it, I put it into place uh, July 22nd. It was in place up until it was lifted. Um, because our numbers continued to, to come down. That's not to say that it, if we spike, I can re-implement it up until the authority given to me by the governor until October 30th, which was renewed yesterday in another executive order. But our numbers continue to come down. and, and uh, uh, But, you know, I went to Lowe's over the weekend, went to Kroger, and even with it being lifted, I still saw uh, probably at, at Lowe's 90% of the people walking around in Lowe's still wearing a mask. You know, and that's what we had fallen back to is our campaign of um, be Rutherford responsible. So if you have the slightest um, underlying condition, please wear your mask. S- still uh, practice so- social distancing, wash your hands, just do the precautionary things. Um, you know, we saw just yesterday, last night. You know, with the Titans, they may not be able to play this weekend because they had seven people turn up positive. Wow. Uh, along with the Vikings.
1: And and with the mask, I think it's really become just a habit for people. They don't even think about now whenever sure. they go out or into a store. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that's probably going to continue for quite some time. But it's nice not to be mandated to wear a mask as a. But as, you, know, you know, you go
3: into a restaurant though instead of having that your favorite restaurant shut down, it does give you that uh, good feeling anyway that your servers and the cooks and different ones are wearing masks that are that are doing your food and bringing it to you and all that and it or at least it does me i'll put it that way no it, I it agree. makes me makes me feel somewhat safer you know because you're going to take it off you're going to eat and then you're going to put it back on you're going to leave but uh, um, that's that's uh, and you take a lot of corporate companies and stuff They've they've done it themselves nationwide so some of these folks, you know, I think, I don't know if Walmart's still doing it
2: or not, but they they. I haven't did. been in Walmart, but I was in public last night, and going through the line, the lady said, uh, she recognized my shirt. She goes, uh, thank you for lifting the, the mandate on the mask. And, of course, Republic, She had hers on. All the people sacking the groceries had theirs on. She said, I wish you could make it come off in here. And I said, ma'am, that's their decision. I lifted it. It's up to the... Um, um, you know, private entity, uh, publics, corporately, they made that decision. And if they want you to wear it that, and you want to work there, that's what you got to do.
1: Yeah. yeah. Let's take a phone call real quick here. Good morning. You're on wg and Go ahead.
0: Good morning. Good morning. Let me tell you all something. Last night, I, I was very upset at what i seen about the presidential race. See, we're always saying how the world of change, the worldly people, how the kids are, how violence and everything is. And then these gentlemen are running for president. Why come, we're always saying this and that, why come America and the world can't become one and become godly? Why everything have to be split? Why come we can't come together? Why does it make a difference, Democrat and Republican, when we all one under my God? Amen. You understand? Do anybody out there hear me? With. they they stood up there last night, couldn't get along. With, they fussing and fighting like we woke okay, up it like this, like people of the world. And we're always saying, don't be like the world. Let's love one, one God. Let's try practicing what we're preaching, people. I think last night was terrible on both sides. I agree. Why come we can't have a Republican president and a Democrat vice president? Why don't we practice what we always preaching with what we God's country? Why do not we prove to the world how we can be one? Do anybody out there feel me?
2: I agree with you. Yes, you know, sir.
0: cause everything we do, we can't it always gotta be separate. Mm-hmm. When is someone gonna change you all? And about the food and what if I this is another thing. I do not believe that no nothing could happen to America as dangerous and as bad as COVID has got and we not knew about it 30 years ago. Something they're not telling us. I know we're smarter than this. Somebody and something has happened that we didn't tell us about. I know we're smarter than this.
1: Well, thank you for calling this morning.
0: Have a good day, gentlemen. But something is wrong.
1: Yes, sir.
2: When
0: we find out about it, it may be too late. But I don't feel right about what's going on. Mm -hmm. You guys have a good day, and I'm listening. Thank you.
1: Uh, By the way, this morning, our guest in studio, Rutherford County Mayor Bill Ketron and assistant to the mayor, Steve Sandlin. And if you would like to make a comment, you can text us or call us 615-893-1450. We're going to take a short break right now, though, to check on the forecast and also the traffic situation. And then we will be right back.
4: We'll see mostly sunny skies here this afternoon with a high in the mid 70s. Winds out of the southwest of 5 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujitsky on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 47. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas' Restaurant. We're excited to announce that our dining rooms are back up and running. We may not be at full capacity, and we may not have all of your favorite menu items or the favorite touches that you're used to having. But at the same time, we are excited to be able to serve you. We have brought our servers back. We have retrained them. Our cooks are excited to put the steaks on plates that you can cut with a real knife as opposed to plasticware from your home. And I invite your family to come and join our family back at Demas' Restaurant on Broad Street in Murfreesboro.
1: Hi, this is Dave me of Music World and Drummer's Den. We'd like to invite you to come by and see Dan, our guitar tech, Riley, our drum instructor, and Tom, our keyboard and guitar instructor. We offer lessons for any level from beginner to advanced. Our instructors are great with any age and they'll teach you the songs you want to learn
4: and in the way that you like to learn. Come by in music world and drummer's den. This is an important message for all current and former Boy Scouts. The Boy Scouts of America has declared bankruptcy. If you were sexually abused in scouting, you could receive compensation, but you must file a claim by November 16, 2020. You may file a sexual abuse claim regardless of your current age or the year the sexual abuse occurred.
0: Visit officialbsaclaims.com or call 1-866-907-2721. Paid for by the Boy Scouts of America. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... ...and Doug. Fasten your seatbelts, folks. We'll be prepared for takeoff. Lemu, how cool is this? Your first time flying. Ah. Oh, I didn't mean...
4: Listen, Limu, you might not be able to fly, but you do something even cooler. You tell strangers that Liberty Mutual customizes their car insurance so they only pay for what they need. Sir,
3: do you have a certificate for your
1: service bird?
2: Liberty, Liberty, Liberty,
4: Liberty. Get a customized quote at libertymutual.com. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com.
0: Take advantage now First Class Sales and Service in Smyrna. Up to 10% off labor costs for your next car repair job and 15% off labor costs for teachers, students, first responders, and veterans. That's First Class Sales and Service in Smyrna. First Class Sales and Service in Smyrna.
4: Good morning. Still quite a bit of traffic volume, but it's moving fairly decent as we check it out live on 24 westbound here up by 840. Some of that traffic getting on to 840. Most of it headed towards Franklin, Williamson County. Not to say it's not headed towards Wilson County. Did see some radar earlier in the area of 840 near Sulphur Springs. Hey, celebrate autumn this year in Ober Gatlinburg during Oktoberfest going on now through November 1st. Music, food, live entertainment. Check it out, obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic.
1: COVID 19 has changed our world. And First National Bank of Murfreesboro is here to help you. During these uncertain times, it's good to have a friend to walk with you and help with financial guidance. First National Bank of Murfreesboro is here
3: to help you with free text banking, bill paying, mobile deposits, and more. I'm Shelley Rigsby. Manager of First National Bank of Murfreesboro. And
2: I'm Amanda Gentry. Now a part of the Capstar Bank family. Member
0: FDIC. The Action Line on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSradio.com. We're Rutherford County's place to talk.
1: Time right now, 8.48. You're tuned in to WGNS and that weather and traffic report you heard just a second ago brought to you by First Class Sales and Service of Smyrna. In fact, weather and traffic all throughout this hour brought to you by First Class Sales and Service of Smyrna. And right now, they are tacking on an additional 5% savings for first responders, veterans, Rutherford County teachers and students, as well as MTSU teachers and students. Now, that's on top of a 10% off labor cost already for any job at First Class Sales and Service of Smyrna. So 15% off for most customers, it sounds like they're in Smyrna. Again, that is First Class Sales and Service of Smyrna. Take your vehicle by there and you'll save a lot of money for sure time right now 8:49. and recapping earlier this morning our WGNS good neighbor of the day Chris Banner Chris Banner is the good neighbor of the day for being an awesome boss who goes the extra mile for his employees according to the person who nominated him Chris Banner will receive flowers from Jenny Harrison and the family at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts at 117 South Academy Street and from WGNS again a good neighbor Chris Banner And the birthday winner this morning, Jamon Drake. Jamon Drake is the winner this morning, and he gets a treat from Simply Pure Sweets Bakery and Cafe on the downtown square at 128 North Church Street. Again, our winner this morning, Jamon Drake, the birthday club winner, getting a special treat from Simply Pure Sweets Bakery and Cafe in downtown Murfreesboro that time right now 8:50. this mayor this mayor this morning on the air is our mayor county mayor Bill Ketron <laughs> and also assistant to the mayor Steve Sandlin both in studio with us this morning and we were talking about the census and face mask and everything else under the sun are there any big trash. projects trash as well <laughs> any big projects coming up for the county that uh, is going to be something that changes how we live
3: I got one Uh, we got a household hazardous waste collection on November the 7th at 4765 uh, that's Florence Road uh, 8 o'clock until noon Uh, Rutherford County residents only no businesses uh, rental properties or commercial waste accepted this is latex paint will be accepted uh, at this event only um, uh, probably never again will this be collected so this will be a good time to take all your household hazardous waste that's november the 7th uh from eight o'clock till noon that's down on florence road you know uh where you take your uh, uh that's where rush. you pick
1: up mulch right your mulch. mulch and okay.
3: stuff yes it's going to be on the city side right there so
2: it, uh, and the county commission allocated fifty thousand dollars that's what it's going to cost um their taxpayers to get rid of these household hazardous waste we don't want people pouring it down the down the gutters we don't pour down into the in in their backyard somewhere where it goes down into into the water uh, system underneath so uh, uh, please bring your household hazardous waste out yeah let's get rid of them
1: so as we move forward as a state and as a county of course we're seeing a population increase, and this is going to continue. I know UT has reports saying someday we're going to be around 500,000 residents in Rutherford County. Mm-hmm. But as we move forward, do you ever foresee a metro form of government, you know, combining Murfreesboro, Smyrna, all of that, making it just one?
2: You know, there's been talk about that for a number of years. I, I don't really see that happening um, at this point. Probably won't be under my tenure for sure. Um, if, if it does happen, then uh, it, it's going to be several decades down the road. But um, if, if we can all work together, the cities, I think we have a good working relationship with all the cities right now and, and, and uh, share our resources because it's all our money, Rutherford County's money, whether you live in the city or, and everybody's a county taxpayer, you know, so education, you know, ambulance service. EMA, Sheriff's Department, etc. So if we can replicate uh, and share those same services and, and squeeze the dollar as much as possible without putting more of a tax burden on.
1: And where do we stand with an ambulance service? Because I know there have been talks ongoing with the city of Murfreesboro is starting their own ambulance service, but the county already provides that for the city. Where do Correct. we stand on that?
2: We have a task force that will be meeting. Uh, I'm not sure the date we transferred that to. It's the uh, end of October. End of October, twenty 25- five Fifth, something like that. Sometime during that period of time, where both the city and the county will come together and we'll try to work out uh, whatever uh, small problems we're we're currently having. You know, we have our opinion. The city has their opinion, but I think we can we can overcome these issues. We we just have recently or in the process of installing a CAD to CAD, which means when when the call comes in, the nine one one call comes in. Um, our Sheriff's Department is a primary PSAP, Murfreesboro Police Department's primary PSAP. So the call goes to the 911 over on Fortress and it will go at the same time to the Sheriff's Department and Murfreesboro Police Department and then they will um, call the ambulance if needed. Otherwise, they will roll the fire truck and and, and uh, we'll roll the ambulance based on the type of need it is. I mean, there's no need if, if you're. if the call comes in and says, I think my husband's having a stroke. There's no need to send a 1,000 gallons of water, you know, on a fire truck, you know.
1: That's a heavy load. So, I mean, it costs a lot of money once you add it up over each month Correct. out of an entire year i mean that, that does add up quickly
2: sure yeah sure does and and um, <clears throat> so we're, we're working well i think we're going to work this out it's going to be good
1: now as it, we close out this morning on another subject but still all related growth here mm-hmm. in our community i i know I've, I've recently read about how big companies they look at different cities different counties whenever they decide to open a location or move their headquarters Like Costco. Like Costco. Whenever they look, though, they're they're looking for often the number of interchanges right on and off the interstate. They want easy access to the roads to take their product elsewhere. Um, Are we going to have more interchanges off the interstate? And does the county have any say in that with the state? Yeah,
2: we're working with the state. And, of course, Smyrna, uh, back when I was in the Senate, we were working on getting one down uh, another Interchange Rocky and, Fort. on Rocky Fork Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smyrna really wants one bad. I think out up here where uh, it, it uh, uh, Buchanan exit. I think that's going to be reworked. That's already in the plans to rework it because uh, there's so many um, uh, semis that come right there to that that exit. And matter of fact, uh, there it it comes up this next week. The county planning commission, the Thorntons, is planning building right there where the outpost is. Outpost is going. To, they're going to knock that down because the outpost is coming to the the location off of 99 where where Costco's going in, and Thornton's is building a truck stop right there. So so that's why it's going to necessitate the need because those big trucks need more turning radius.
1: And That's directly across the street from a truck stop that's already there. No,
2: the no, last truck stop's are already there.
1: But you know that area right there, the Buchanan area. There's a lot of room for growth that mm-hmm. direction as yes, well that's correct so i could i could really imagine a lot more coming to that area
2: Yeah, you know, we will be out towards beach grove for long
1: yeah yeah and and again christiana
2: you know the new schools uh that are going to christiana you'll get off that exit right there buchanan and head on back down to the to the new elementary middle and high schools for and, christiana
1: you know it, looking back I, I never would have guessed a school would be out there i didn't either it was pretty desolate for a very long time and and still there's not a ton out there so that's pretty interesting that we're
2: but, continuing to grow but you know when schools go in not everything comes to it you know subdivisions and more more uh, houses more businesses etc
1: we're going to continue to see this growth i mean there's no Absolutely. doubt about it and i don't know are other areas in the state seeing as much growth as what we're seeing
2: uh you've got mount juliet you've got uh williamson county but but uh, I think we're we're near the top in the country right now. I think we're in the top four or five and fastest growing communities in the whole country. That's why so many people are wanting to come here. I was at I was at Chick Fil A the other night. And saw two cars in front of me, uh, one on. Now they have two lanes. California tags, and I'm sure they just weren't driving through, going somewhere else. They, they have moved here.
1: Well, you know, and you look at the growth in places like Mount Juliet. A lot of that growth is mainly focused on residential areas whereas in rutherford county we're seeing a lot of commercial growth too Mm -hmm. so i I don't know if whenever they do these release these numbers they're not breaking them down are they no no they're not so we're going to see probably a whole lot more
2: yes
3: the chamber says we're 23 a day coming in but i don't know that's that was six months ago i don't know what the number is now of moving in And also, I had that date for you, October the 27th, it looks like. It's been moving around, Mm -hmm. different people. Uh, I think the city had a little issue with COVID uh, in their uh, department. And Mm -hmm. so um, we got it moved. They had to move it back. So I think we're in October the 27th at 9 a.m. is our next committee meeting for the ambulance and for the city and
2: stuff.
1: Okay, so at that point, I guess more will be released. Uh, Maybe even a decision be made by then? or.
2: I don't think a decision will be made, but I think it will give us a pretty clear indication of what direction we're going to go, what concessions we'll make, what concessions the city will make uh, to move forward.
1: Again, with us this morning, Rutherford County Mayor Bill Ketron and Assistant to the Mayor Steve Sandlin. We appreciate you all joining us, and we'll see you again real soon i'm sure
3: thank you scott appreciate you
1: time right now 859 a check on that weather comes your way right now we'll see mostly sunny skies here this afternoon with a high in the mid 70s winds out of the southwest of 5 to 15 miles per hour gusting as high as 20. i'm meteorologist jennifer wojchitzki on news radio wgns currently it's 47.
4: Good morning, still quite a bit of traffic buying, but it's moving fairly decent as we check it out live on 24 westbound here on my 840. Some of that traffic getting on to 840, most of it headed towards Franklin, Williamson County. Not to say it's not headed towards Wilson County. Did see some radar earlier in the area of 840 near Sulphur Springs. Hey, celebrate autumn this year at Ober Gatlinburg during Oktoberfest going on now through November 1st. Music, food, live entertainment. Check it out over at I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic.
0: Now more than ever, start your mornings with WGNS. The action line with Bart Walker. Weekday mornings at 8.10. WGNS AM. Yes, the voice of Rutherford County, the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Time on the courthouse clock is 9 o'clock.